This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. Hey, Beth. Hey, Christy. Welcome back to Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so happy to have you and have myself here. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Happy what? I don't know. I was going to say happy fall to us too, because it's our favorite time of year. So we're in a very good mood. Yes. I love, I love fall. Oh, I do too. I think so many people love fall. Like it's a favorite season for so many people, but then some people don't. Some people are like summer people. Some, I feel like there are less like winter people, but there are some people like my kids love winter. They do. They love it. They love fall too, but they love winter. They love when it's cold. Probably because they're teenagers, and you know how teenagers love to wear hoodies in the middle of summer? Yeah. So they finally feel, feel validated for wearing some... Do your kids wear summertime hoodies? They do, but you know what else they do? And I think this is a theme ab- among a bunch of kids, because I've seen friends post about it. Like, they'll wear hoodies during the summer, and then when it's cold, they don't want to wear a coat. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? Because they're trying to be unreasonable. Yeah, I was trying to be. In, that's like that's that comes with being a teenager, right? Yeah, I was extremely unreasonable when I was a teenager. Yeah, I just I think it's any any way to be unreasonable. Mm-hmm. It's that's just part of it. Yeah, and your mind is like growing, and you're turning into like an adult from a kid. So you get these ideas of things, mm-hmm. and you think they're so right, and you just totally go with that. And then one day you look back, and you're like, Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Which I still do that now. I'll look back a year ago and be like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? I know. I did that like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) We did that five minutes ago. (laughs) We did that when we, speaking of the fall weather and doing things where you're like, what in the world? We went and sat on a deck the other night and just talked for hours. We stayed up way too late. We went to a restaurant. Even I did this. And just had some girl time. Yes. And... We ended up staying way too late, way past our bedtimes, which probably for a lot of people isn't really late. But the next morning, I was like, "It was it's a weekday. Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah, I'm tired. I'm 42. What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't take it back, though. I wouldn't either. I had such a good time. It was good say. for my soul. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. You know, the weather was so nice, too, where we yes. could sit. It wasn't, like, too cold where we couldn't be outside. Like, it was mm-hmm. perfect. So, yeah, it was great. I think you need those kind of times. You have to you have to take time out like that. Yeah, it, it fed my soul. And when you can have good conversations, basically, we just talked and talked and talked for hours. Yeah. And it was just so good. I was extremely tired the next day. But I was, too. It was so good. It was worth it. It's so refreshing, too. You know, a friend of mine came to see me not long ago, and we had not really had a good conversation or seen each other in a very long time. It was the first time she she had seen Shepard. And after she left, she told me how much much good the conversation did her. She's like, I didn't Mm -hmm. realize how much I was starved for that kind of connection and that kind of like a talk where you're talking about things that matter and you're, Mm -hmm. you're talking about growing as a person and being a better person. And that made me feel really good too, because I needed it. And I feel the same way about like you and me. Wasn't last night, whenever it was, Mm -hmm. was it, when was it? Whenever. Mm -hmm. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I, yeah, I think those kind of things we have to take time out, time times out, time out, time out, time out, time out. But I was saying plural. Oh. What is a plural form of time out? Is it time, time outs? outs. Time outs. It? Take some times outs. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah, you have to take time for yourself and to build those. Keep those connections strong with those people. I know. Isn't it crazy, though, how you will go through such a long period of time, sometimes without having those conversations? Mm-hmm. And then when you have them, you're like, man, I want to have these conversations with everybody every day. And I, f- I feel like I get drained after a while if I don't have those conversations that are meaningful where you're just with somebody that you can be open and honest with. There's no judgment. Mm -hmm. That is very, like I said, like it feeds my soul. Yes. And it's a shame that we don't have more of those. Yeah, it it really is because I, I don't, I think for most people, there were probably only maybe one or maybe a handful of people that they really have those deep connections with where they can talk about things that matter. They can be open and transparent and honest, like you said, without judgment. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like so many people that you talk to, they're very judgmental towards you. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but there are a lot of people because people judge you and how you are and what you say and what you do based on their perspective and how they feel and how they think and how they believe. Mm-hmm. But it's very refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who has an open mind and doesn't have like a preconceived judgment or notion about you. Like you, you know me as well as anybody, but yet I still feel like I could tell you my deepest, darkest anything and you're not going to be like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. you're going to hell. Like I got told the other day, basically, that I was going to hell. (laughs) I thought it was you're going to burn in hell. Maybe it was that I was going to burn in hell. I can't remember. Can you imagine saying that to somebody? That you're going to no. burn in hell. I'm not no. sure you're supposed to ever tell somebody well, they're going to burn in hell. They did. They, in all fairness, they didn't say it directly to me. But let me just go ahead and tell the story because what we're talking about today is judgment and being judgmental. That is a very real subject that I think people deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I made a post about my daughter, and I won't go into all the details about it, but I just made a post about some girls at her school being really mean to her and being mean to other kids. And these were the girls that were supposed to be like the good Christian girls. And so she basically would tell her friend, like, I bet they have a Bible verse or a Bible quote in their, their profile because her experience had been that some of the girls that are supposed to be like the, the good girls, the Mm -hmm. nice Christian girls, whatever, were some of the meanest and were, were some of the ones that treated her the most poorly. So I made this whole post about it, but I was, I was, my whole point was I was proud of her because she just was like, I just don't let it bother me because it's probably the way they're being raised. Like Mm -hmm. it's not their fault. And so I said, Hey, this is a good reminder for all of us to be the person that like we portray on social media and that we want other people to think we are. Well, some people read that and like went crazy over it, like in a bad way. I had so many people that were so sweet and supportive and said, Oh, I love this. But then there were some people who made some posts about me and basically that I was speaking against the Bible and I didn't like love God's they word. Took it and super personally. Took it so personally. Yeah. One even made a post and said, 
I'm like posting a Bible quote in my bio. I'm that person. Like it was, it was, it was really childish and petty, first of all, but also it was like, seriously, how did you take that that way? Well, and I read your post and like it brought tears to my eyes because the point that you were making is let's just all be as good on the inside (laughs) as we want everybody to think we are. Yeah. And that's such a good point to make. And I, I could barely believe that you got judgment from that, but that's usually, that's how it goes though. Um, that if it, if, if I said something to you along the lines of like, if it stings, it means you got bit. Mm-hmm. And usually when people take things really personally like that, it's because of something within them. And that's where I think most judgment comes from is our own insecurities mm-hmm. and our own inadequacies and a lot of assumption. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing about assuming is don't do it. <laughs> I mean, you know that, that saying, like, don't assume anything. Yeah. It really is true. Unless you really know someone's heart and you really understand someone, mm-hmm. you really can't assume anything about them. No matter what their race is, what their religious or political views are, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't just assume Because that turns into a lot of really harsh judgment. And then before you know it, you're telling somebody they're going to burn in hell. (laughs) It was also that I was a whore, basically. A whore? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't put that on social media. But I mean, here I am am talking about it on the podcast. But yeah, like that was... Basically, oh, that I was man. a whore. I think that was because I had a picture of me, like in my in a swimsuit, maybe because there was something like said about that too. Um, oh wow! Anyway, yeah, it, there were several things. It was really ugly, and I just I couldn't. I honestly couldn't believe it, and it really made me sad because I thought, wow, they missed the whole point of this. Like I was trying to turn something. That was not a good experience for my daughter. I was actually looking at that and turning that, looking at the positive of that and how you could use that, how we could all use that little lesson to become better people and to become less judgmental and mm-hmm. to just be who, you know, who the, the, the good people that we really, that I think most of us really want to be. But yeah, I like what you said. A lot of times, if we feel really judgmental towards somebody or something, it's because something in that either bites us mm-hmm. and we feel guilty of it, or there's something that, that mirrors back to us about ourself. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, if I'm feeling particularly judgmental over a situation or a person, I like to stop and ask myself, like, why, why, why does this rub me a certain way? Why do I feel this way? Um what is it that, like, maybe this is something that, that I need to grow on. I mean, I definitely don't go post that that person is a whore or they're going to hell. <laughs> I totally missed a lot of that, apparently. Yeah. But So, like, I don't, you know, my friend told me the other day that I just let stuff roll off my back like water off a duck's back. She's like, that's one thing that I that admire about you is you just let it roll off. And I think it's because, like, I feel like you're the same way, too. You know, we're talking about judgment today and you know, you and I grew up in a community that was often referred to as a cult. Mm-hmm. It was mostly because people didn't understand anything about it. So it got labeled that a lot. But there was a lot. We we grew up being judged a lot, not only by like people that were not in that community, but people within the community. Mm-hmm. So 
we really grew up with a good dose of what it feels like to be really judged for your clothes, for what you say, for, for no matter what. So By people you know, people you don't yes. know. And so I think we have probably built a strength with that and, and learned resilience in a way with that that maybe a lot of a lot of people struggle with more because we've had to deal with it so much. We had to. Yeah. We had yeah. to learn what to do with really harsh judgment and criticism and condemnation, passing a lot of harsh judgment mm-hmm. on us morally and socially for things that people really knew nothing about. And not to mention, we were kids. <laughs> You know, we were not even full-grown adults living our own lives. We lived at home with our parents, and a lot of our harsh judgment came from adults and, Mm -hmm. you know, people that were twice our age, and that was very hard for me as as just just being a developing young person and trying to navigate that, like we were just talking about teenagers. Yeah, it's hard enough to be. That's a very hard part of life to navigate (laughs) anyway. And then when you're put under that sort of scrutiny, it, it can be very crippling if you don't know what to do with it. And, and thank God we developed, you know, thick skin, so to speak, and resilience. Mm-hmm. And like you said, no doubt it's why we let things roll off our backs and say, oh, well, okay, moving on. Yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. It doesn't change. That's the good thing is like, I realize now that other people's opinion and judgment of me, they have absolutely no bearing mm-hmm. on who I am, how I feel, like what I think, like that, that, like I have a wall up with that, like that you can feel and think however you want to about me, but that doesn't, that's your opinion. That doesn't change anything about me. You know, you said we were judged when we were kids, but you know, a lot of that has carried on all the way till now. Like oh, there, for sure. <laughs> there, are, there are people while there are some people um, that I used to go to church with that I that I grew up with in that community that were the most wonderful, loving people mm-hmm. that I'm still very close to and have a very strong friendship with today, there were also some who were highly self-righteous and judgmental, and they still judge me and judge you today because we don't live the way that they think we should live. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not holy enough for what I guess they're, they're, they're um, what their definition of holiness, whatever that is to Mm -hmm. them, we don't fit into that box anymore. But again, well, good for you. I mean, you do you and I'll do me like, well, and when you when you are judged, you know, being able to remain calm. And it's a lot different than when I was a teenager, because Mm -hmm. I think you and I, we've discussed this a lot, just having that calmness and that peace. And if you must, I'm not saying you shouldn't defend yourself against judgment because there's plenty of times to defend yourself against judgment. Sure. Like like with you, like personal attacks and, you know, someone who violates your boundaries, who um, discriminates. It's perfectly okay to defend yourself against judgment, even if you even though you don't have to let that bother you. But it's fine for you to make a statement and respect yourself like you did. And say, hey, this is who I am. And this is, you know, no matter if some people think this or some people think this, this is really who I am. And I think that being calm and having that calmness, but still voicing how you really feel and staying true to yourself Mm -hmm. is so important because it's easy to let judgment 
crumble you it in is. just a little little while because I find with judgment the times that I've been harshly judged I started judging myself really harshly and that that can just be really um it can be really sad and really traumatizing if you're not able to remain calm and process it and be resilient through it well and I think most of us are harder on ourselves than anybody else could be anyway so when you're already hard on yourself and you set yourself to a certain you or you try to hold yourself to a certain standard then when somebody else comes at you with something really hurtful or really just totally off the wall and and so opposite of who you really are at your core Mm -hmm. that that can be hurtful if you if you don't have a thick skin and if you're not in a place or if you're already kind of in a dark place and somebody does something like that it can make it even more like you said make you even harder on yourself than you already are so building that resilience and learning how to really not care when people do things like that especially if you know your heart and you know where you are in a situation or if someone thinks you're a certain way or you're doing something that you're not, like as long as you know, as long as you're clear with God and your your conscience is clear and you know who you are at your core, it does not matter. It does not matter what anybody thinks or says about you. That, Like I said earlier, that has no bearing on who you actually are. It does not. It does not. It, And that's a good point to go back to is when the judgment is bothering you and when it gets to you, because it does hurt to be judged. It hurts worse when people are closer to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it is easier to let things roll off your back from a distant person, but a lot of times we're being judged by people closest to us, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And I think um, just having that resilience, I think a lot of that comes from self-esteem and really building your own self-esteem and really um, thinking and, and focusing inward, like if you're getting judged, okay, but what is the truth? What is my truth? What do I know is the truth? And focusing back on that and building your self-esteem and your own self-validation so that you you always go back to what really is the truth, who you really are at your heart. And like you said a minute ago, those people that know you best know your heart so they are automatically mm-hmm. going to be like, well, whatever they're saying doesn't matter because I know you and I know you're not that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, definitely, sometimes the people closest to you, it, it's it's harder when it's somebody very close to you. You know, I love my husband and I know he loves me, but he has he has judged me before probably as harshly as anybody in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy for me to say. And I'm sure he probably wouldn't like to hear me say that, but it's the truth. And I think because those people close to you, they they do know you. A lot of times I think either they judge you because they're afraid that maybe you're doing something the wrong way or they judge you because, again, they see something in you that brings out something in them. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have a strength that's a, that's a weakness for them or maybe you feel a way about something that they don't agree with. Well, I was going to say, I think that that the some of the judgment is is because people don't do the things we the, they don't do things the way that we do them. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that their way is wrong? It absolutely does not. Yeah. It just means that you have two different ways of seeing things, doing things, and 
we've said that we've said it before how boring would it be if we all did everything the same exact way and especially in relationships like you were talking about mm-hmm. you know Nevada's a silent judger I think Steve's a lot more <laughs> vocal but I'm like I'll, I could just look in your face you're judging me right now you're not saying anything which makes me even more mad but you know we silently judge those people because they don't do things the way that we think they should do them or the way that we do them and honestly, it's an amazing thing to let people be. And I think that's so, so much what we do in life sometimes is we try to force other people into our way of thinking and what we believe and who we are. And we judge them so harshly if they're not that, that way. But how freeing would it be to not do that and just sure. say, That's different. It's fine to offer some constructive criticism to someone, to talk to someone about a misunderstanding. Maybe you're judging someone because it's a misunderstanding. Sure. Or they're judging you because of a misunderstanding. That good communication is important. But to just focus on yourself and worry about the things you're doing and the way you think and realize that no, no, we're not all going to think alike. We're not all going to have the same boundaries, the same feelings. And your interpretation of what some someone else does is just that. It's your interpretation. Mm-hmm. So unless you're sitting down and talking to someone in depth about that, that's just your, again, assumption. Well, and I feel that people who are extremely judgmental toward other people, it's because they kind of lack, lack balance in their life. And they're usually a very reactive person. Mm. They're usually a person that can't control their reactions very well. Like they'll, they'll just jump to a conclusion or jump to an assumption. And they're, mm-hmm. they're not really in control of their reactivity towards other people and towards other things. So they react before they really even give themselves a chance to like understand where that other person is coming from or how they feel. Because we never know really what other people are going through. Mm -hmm. We never really know 100% what's on the inside of them or how they feel or how they view things. You know, we take one tiny little thing, you know, and judge a person over that when that's just one tiny fraction of their whole life and everything that they are. So making a snap, snap judgment about somebody is just really unfair and it's really cruel because you're not... You don't really, even as as good as you can know a person, you still truly don't 100% know everything about that person. So making a snap judgment and being really judgmental is just, it's really, it's really just kind of a mean thing to do. Well, and I I think it's a level of emotional maturity too, when you, when you don't do that, like, like we were saying, we, we can remain calm now. And when I was younger, I used to not be able to remain calm I did make those snap judgments and I had those really quick reactions because I was emotionally immature Mm -hmm. and as I've gotten older I have learned to have that calmness not with everything I mean I still you know my kettle boils over sometimes and I, I make stupid decisions but that is um that has a lot to do with open-mindedness and a level of emotional intelligence and maturity that even, unfortunately, a lot of people who are much older never get to that point. And like you said, they become a very reactive person in their life to everything. And that, you know, 
again, what if you took that energy and focused it back on yourself and a little personal development of maybe not reacting? How, how much could you save in your energy and maybe hurting others? And if you just focus that back in on yourself and stopped being that reactive, you know, person that just immediately attacks someone else. Well, because I mean, let's just be real and be honest here. We all judge. And from time to time, we either have, will, or do, not do, be judgmental. (laughs) We are judgmental. So, you know, judging things is a totally different thing than being judgmental. Like when you, you judge you know, I have to, if I'm going to make a left-hand turn in traffic, I have to judge and make sure that I have enough time mm-hmm. to turn in front of a car. Like, I have to make a judgment on whether, you know, I should have this chocolate cake or if I should pass on it. You mm-hmm. know, we have to make judgments every day. We even have to make judgments about people. Like, you know, there have been kids in my friend's life before, or my or friends in my kids' lives, rather, mm-hmm. that I've had to make the judgment that that person was not good to be around my child and my child was too young and didn't realize at the time. So you do have to make judgments sometimes mm-hmm. of people, but also you don't have to be mean or ugly or cruel to them. You don't have to tell, like you don't have to try to make them look bad to other people, to other people, just politely move on. Like if something, if you don't agree with somebody now, obviously, if it's somebody really close to you, it's a little bit of a different situation. Mm-hmm. You have to talk things out and you have to work through that. But speaking a little bit, uh, you know, more like in a bigger picture of people, if you if you really feel really bad towards somebody or really judgmental, like maybe those just aren't your people and you don't agree True. with them. True. And if you don't have the power to look at them just objectively and look at them with an open mind and peace in your heart to say, well, you know what? I might not agree with them or that or their belief or whatever, but that's, that's between them and God. That's, that's between them and their life. That has nothing to do with me. If you can't look at somebody like that, then just move on. And I think this is really big in social media like there's all these uh, trolls and all these people on social media that will go pick people apart I see it all the time they'll just go pick somebody apart and just trash somebody out because they don't agree with their viewpoint or how they feel and I think in my mind like why are you wasting your time and energy on this just bye just move on by like walk past Adios. Right. Move if, on with it's, your life. if it's not someone directly interfering with your well-being, mm-hmm. like you said about your post, that was just a post on social media. You did not go specifically to someone and say this specifically to someone. Um, first of all, the post was about your kids. So anyway, I don't really know how it got from A to Z that fast. But if they're not directly interfering with your life, with your well-being, why waste your energy on that? I mean, why take your take up your time, like you said, just and maybe that person is not your person. You obviously were not for these people judging you. So why not just say, well, I don't like Christie's posts, <laughs> you know, like you said, moving on. Well, and I just think, like I said, with just social media as a whole, it's I feel like that that happens to so many people. I mean, it's happened to me many times, but 
you know, first of all, when you put yourself out there like that, you open yourself. When you do the kind of things that we do, we we open ourselves up. We tell very personal stories to try to help other people and to be honest and just to be real about things because we want to share those experiences with people so that it it will they'll realize, hey, I'm not alone. They've been through stuff too and they got through this. And so when you put yourself out like that, then you become vulnerable for yeah, people. You open yourself yes, up to it. And we do. knew that. We talked about that. And so obviously, you know, this happens to so many people. And, you know, when when a person puts themselves out there or they say something controversial, you know, you open yourself up to it. But I guess I just don't understand the people who feel it so necessary to to take all of their energy to engage in something like this. So the point that we're making is like just don't do it. Like if you feel yourself if you know if if that's something that it just drives you crazy. I mean just don't waste your 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 comment or what you're doing is not really going to do any good. So just let let people be. Like just let people be. There's, you live your life and let other people live their life, and then we can all just get along for the most part. Well, and how about an ounce of empathy? I feel like the most judgmental (laughs) people, and even when I have judged people the most harshly, is because I was lacking a certain amount of empathy. Just Mm -hmm. what about if you just say you can't move on, you cannot scroll past that post, (laughs) you know, it's just eating you up. What if you practiced a little empathy? What if you tried to put yourself in that person's shoes, in that person's frame of mind, imagine yourself in that person's background and and maybe whatever they're posting about or talking about or whatever you're judging them for. What if you practiced a tiny little bit of empathy to say, you know what, I probably don't know everything about that person. And let me really be open-minded and see what this person's really trying to say and what you would probably interpret things in such a different way if you just empathize just a little bit well and and also practice having love in your heart oh well that too yeah practice i mean love's a good thing (laughs) i mean seriously try to have love in your heart because love will overlook a lot of things and like you said Try to put yourself in that person's shoes. Try try to see things from their perspective. Maybe it's totally maybe it's the total opposite of how you feel or how you view things. And and I'm speaking social media and in real personal life, one on one with people. Like try to understand people and try to love them. Just just love them through whatever it is because you want like we all want to be loved. Right. You want to be loved. I want to be loved. We all need to be loved. But we also have to love other people if we want that kind of love. You know, and and often I find a lot of people who are extremely judgmental and that have a hard time having having an open mind towards other people and just loving them, even though they don't agree with them. A lot of times they're really lonely people Mm -hmm. because they build up those walls and they don't know how to love others. They really don't know how to love others. And I think those are a lot of times the people that need the most love. Mm -hmm. They don't even realize it, but they're the people that are hurting or lonely. And that's like their defense mechanism. And and it's really sad. So, you know, whether you're the person being judged or the person judging, 
if we could all just focus on trying a, a little more love, and like you said, empathy, understanding towards people, then, I mean, the world would definitely be a better place. Well, and the judgment would subside. Like they say, we can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's it's not... It's not up to us to make everybody think and feel and believe the way that we think and feel and believe. And if you really want to talk about love, to me, the ultimate love is from God. And what if he judged us as harshly as we judge each other? Because that we wouldn't Mm. feel like we had a God who loved us. We would definitely be... um, in a much worse situation, I'll just say that because to me, God is the most non-judgmental, and I know that they say He's the only real judge. But really, the things He forgives us for, the things, the grace that He shows us all the time, when we probably deserve judgment. I mean, for me, I mean, where would I be without without that kind of empathy and that kind of love? So, even if you're fighting over things like a Bible quote in a post, hey, maybe we should take a step back and stop being in the trees and see the whole forest and say, well, maybe then let's just put all this aside and let's try to love the way that he loves because ultimately that is way more important than passing judgment on anybody's thoughts or feelings or posts or anything just to (laughs) focus back on that is, I mean, all the rest of it will work out. You know what I'm saying? That's that's truly how I feel. If you truly show that love, even if even if this person is wrong and you are judging them for it, just to say, okay, we can agree to disagree, but I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to offer empathy. I'm still going to be open-minded enough to know that I don't understand everything you've gone through and are still going through. And that is something that always helps me that I go back to is, well, you know what? Maybe I could show a little bit of God's love to this person, even if I'm being judged, because it's really hard to show love back to people when they criticize you and judge you really, really bad. And just to say, I still love you. You know, I still love you. And not to throw that same negativity or judgment back to them. Yes, I I absolutely love that and agree with you wholeheartedly. If we could all just focus on showing a little bit more love, how amazing every life would change on this planet. You know, what you just said reminded me of something that I read not too long ago, and I can't remember. I was actually just trying to look it up on my phone because I can't remember. I read so many books mm-hmm. that sometimes I forget unless I, I make know, a I need note. To be better about that, too. yeah. Unless I make a note, which mm-hmm. I, I try to do. But you know, the author of this book said, "Try looking at people through the eyes of God." Mm. This makes me want to cry because that touched me, and it's really sad that I can't remember who said it now. But the author said, "Try to look at people through the eyes of God." And, well, what is God, the the ultimate love that there is? Mm -hmm. And if you put yourself in that place and really try to look at people, it's basically what you were just saying. You try to look at people through the eyes of God. And to me, that's the ultimate love. And if we could all really just focus on that, because like you said, it does hurt. If you're judged, like it, it hurts, especially if it's somebody close to you. But even if you can look at, 
the people that are judging you <laughs> through the eyes of love, which is not always easy to do, especially, you know, um, I'm going to tell another personal story really quick. But, you know, a while back, I was attacked over and over and over and over by someone sending me the worst, nastiest message messages about me and my children. And it was it was the now wife of my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And I've never met this woman one time. Mm-hmm. I've never even talked to her. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't even know her. But she was on a mission to just attack me in the worst kind of way. And, you know, I never responded to her. And, you know, we were going through a whole adoption with my kids. My husband adopted my kids because their dad basically just abandoned them. And but this woman was sending me the worst messages. I mean, just harassing, totally harassing, stalking and harassment. Um, You know, and the whole time she was posting her Bible verses and Mm -hmm. talking about God and trying to portray Mm -hmm. this image to everybody else that she was this wonderful Christian lady. And, you know, she was saying things about my kids, calling my kids bastards, how, you know, um, their their dad, which I call him sperm donor now, excuse, I guess the term, but like he, mm-hmm. he walked off for my kids and he's not. Steve is their father. Of course. And, you know, I got all, anyway, it just, it got really, really bad. And you know what I did? It was, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, not responding because I am a person most of the time that will just let it just go right off, like water off a duck's back. But she attacked attacked my kids in such a way, mm-hmm. you know, that mama instinct mm-hmm. in me, mm-hmm. the mama part of me, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. I, I wanted to go physically attack her mm-hmm. because I'm like, those are my babies. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare say these things about my sweet children. There are like, so many mamas going, <laughs> yeah, girl. I, I mean, because you cannot help that mama bear instinct. No, <laughs> I, I can. You can say whatever you want to about me most of the time. I, I mean, honestly, she said so many things about me. They were I would never even repeat them openly mm-hmm. because they were some of the most vulgar horrible things that I can't even imagine that a person would think of it, much Mm. less type it out like a keyboard warrior and send it. Like I just, things I couldn't even believe. But that didn't bother me. To me, that was really funny. But when she started saying things about my kid, kids, it was, it took every ounce of strength within me. But I was also advised by a detective that, don't respond. I had not right. responded up to this point because I knew the worst thing I can do is engage with this person mm-hmm. because obviously they're very mentally sick and very mentally disturbed and have some issues. But my whole point of saying all of that was at the end of the day, I still prayed for that person. Mm-hmm. I prayed every day to get that out of my heart. And I looked at them and instead of hating them, I mean, obviously, I want nothing to do with them, and I don't want to hear from them again, but but I also have forgiven them, and I let that go, and I prayed for God not to let me hold anything in my heart, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I honestly prayed for them. I still pray for them because I believe they really need some healing, and they really need some um, just Men- some, mental help. some help, yeah, mm-hmm. some mental health, help and health, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a really hard place to be in, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if I can go through that mm-hmm. and still try to love and forgive that person after all the things that they did and made my life very much 
not good for a while because mm-hmm. it was constant. Um, I think I think that other people can forgive, and that's just kind of my, I guess, testimony, as they say. You know, well, and is, don't. Oh, sorry. No, no, I no. thought you were done. Finish. It, no, finish. it's just it's just that no matter what, did anything that she sent me was it true? No. Mm-hmm. Were her verbal attacks about my kids true? No. Did they hurt? Did they really hurt me? No, they mm-hmm. they didn't. The things she said about my kids, did they make me mad? Yes. Mm-hmm. About as mad as I've ever been. But I was very, I, I mean, I was very proud of myself for holding that and, or holding myself and not, not engaging with that because I'm not, I'm not a sick person. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of hate in my heart. Even to somebody who was so horrible to me, I still don't hate that person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly pity them, and I hope that they can get help. So all I'm saying by that is we were talking about trying to see people through the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. And when you step back and look at somebody through the eyes of God, then you become very forgiving, and you become much less judgmental, and you realize, hey, they're obviously going through something, and... Or if I don't agree with them, I don't agree with them. Well, so that's their journey, not mine. Well, and you said that about your kids, how you rise up and become protective. We're God's children. And that's, you know, God don't like that. You hear people (laughs) say, God don't like that. Think how much that when we judge each other, and that's a whole different level of judgment when it, you know, when it comes to, to that. But think how angry that that makes God. Mm-hmm. I mean, think how that he feels when he sees his children judging one another. And think how much more he must be protective over us. He's the one that gives us those children. He's mm-hmm. the one that places that love in our hearts for them. And for me, that comes directly from God. Because that's, that is, for me, that's like the purest kind of love that you can have is the love that you have for your child. And that's the closest thing I can think of to God's love because you, it's undeniable. It's innate. It's so deep. You would sacrifice your life in a minute. And think about that when you're down here judging each other and being hateful. Is that pleasing? If, If you are a person that believes in God and you are a person that puts a Bible quote in your bio and you are a person that's judging someone else for their religion or their beliefs or whatever. Is that pleasing? Is it more important to think about that that's God's child too? And think how we feel when someone attacks our children, how much more must he feel that way to say, you know, I don't think he's going to be going, yeah, girl, go on. Yeah, boy, go on. (laughs) That he's going to be saying no. Yeah. That's not okay. Well, you know, I, I just think about if I put it on the level of my two kids with each other, thankfully, they have a really good, strong relationship. And there have been not many times that, that they argue and don't get along, which is a great thing because that's not always the case, especially with teenagers. But, but they still occasionally will have an argument. Do you think I like that? No, I don't. I want I want them to get along. Even mm-hmm. if they don't agree with each other, I want them to talk it out and either agree to disagree but still love each other. So I mean, that's that's a beautiful example that you just that you just laid out because you know, you and I were talking the other night about that love that you have for mm-hmm. your kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's a love that you just don't you don't understand unless you have unless you have a child because 
it, it is the purest form of love. Like it, it's just instinctual and you don't even like, like we were saying, like you would never even give a second thought to give your life mm-hmm. or to do anything for your child to protect them because it's so hard to explain. And that's why I said it's the closest thing to God-like love because you know, when we're, when we love our friends or even when we love our parents, when we love, you know, our significant other, you can explain that, but I can't, I can't ever truly explain the love that I have for my child. Mm -mm. And it's, it's truly unexplainable. And so going back to the love thing, that is why loving each other is so important because love can see you through a lot of things, even disagreements and judging each other. And if you just let that love, like you said, you might not, that person might not even be in your life, but you can show love by praying for them. Mm -hmm. You can show love by not letting yourself, like you said, become bitter and harsh. And, you know, ultimately you're angry, but you chose love. Mm -hmm. That's, that's all I had to say about that. But who said that for us, Gump? And that's uh, yeah. all I have and to say about I that. To say about I love that, that movie. So I want to I want to make one more point about when you are being judged, and because it is hard for people. We talked a little bit about like self confidence and self resilience, and and one of the things that I always like to do when I'm being judged harshly is because it can affect you. And I've I've gone on a spiral sometimes when I got judged, depending on, like you said, who, who it was. And if they were even, if they're close to you, it really hurts. Yeah. And I always like to ask myself, and this helps build my confidence and my resilience is, first of all, I'll, sometimes I'll say, I'll like reframe criticism. And I'll so I do this in a lot of situations, but what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And maybe just what you're learning is to be a calm person that shows love. Maybe that's your lesson. But I do believe that those things, we can always find a lesson in it. So that helps me when I feel like I'm being judged or I know I'm being judged. And another thing is, is to really think about who am I created to be? Since we're talking about God's love and that who, who did God create me to be? Well, he put it on my heart to feel this way and do this. And sometimes you find that you're not lining up with who you're created to be. Sure. And maybe that's why you are being judged, because you're going against who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But that always helps me. It gives me an inner strength and, you know, self-esteem, if you will, to say, it's okay. Like, my validation is from that place deep inside. My validation is not from that person or that person or that person or even this person close to me. That's not where I should get my validation from. Of course, we want it. We want acceptance. We want that love and we don't want to be judged. But if you find yourself in that place where you are being judged, that helps me to say, wait a minute. Where does my true identity come from? Mm -hmm. And even if you don't know, that's a good place to start. Maybe you don't know where your true identity is and where your true self-confidence is. is. And and that that can be a good, again, what can I learn from this? Well, maybe you can start there and really figure out who you are and help build that resilience. Because not everybody was like us. Not everybody had to have... Develop that at a young age because you like you had to. Yeah, 
Yeah. And maybe they're just having to deal with that. And that's kind of like a skill that you have to develop and seeking validation from everyone else is definitely not where it's at. Ultimately, you have to seek validation from that person that God created you to be. That's right. And I, I love I love what you just said. I, I feel like I want to just simmer on that for a minute. But that is so true that as long as you're okay with God, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Mm. You're okay. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's walk is the same and not everybody's going to see things the same. And I mean, that's okay too. It's, you know, your journey's not my journey and my journey's not yours. How you believe and how you feel and how you view things, that's your business. That's not my business. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a difference if I see you doing something that I think may harm you or whatever the case may be. Like a little constructive criticism is a different thing than being jud- judgmental towards somebody. Absolutely. So if you go to somebody in love, If you don't agree with somebody, go to them in love and talk to them about it Mm -hmm. or ask, why do you feel this way? Because I don't feel that way. That's not how I view things. Like you said, use it for a learning experience or learn it or or use it as a way to connect with a person in love, not at a judgmental and like, you're wrong, I'm right. That doesn't. Or just have a little healthy debate with someone. I've had had very healthy debates with someone where I've ended up laughing with the person and being like, we are never going to agree on this, but this was fun. You can actually, believe it or not, not agree with somebody. One, you can debate and go back and forth with them and end up remain friends, uh, maybe become friends through it and walk away without being filled with hate and anger and judgment. You can be like, we may never agree on this, but you know, thanks for being open-minded enough yeah. to discuss this with me. But you know what else you can do? What's that? You may actually learn something from that person. And they may learn something from you. Good point. I mean, you may Good actually, I have, I have felt a certain way and then talk something out or even argue back and forth a little bit and then realize like, you know what? They really have a valid point. I never looked at things mm. that way. That just taught me I something. I love that, though. I, that just taught me something that I did not know before. I had never even considered before. Mm-hmm. And so using that, again, as a learning experience. Yeah, and let me say this. It, you know, of course we want to show love, and of course we want to, you know, not be really judgmental people. But also, you can just avoid people, you're not going to be able to have that healthy debate with everyone. You're not going to be able to offer constructive criticism. It's okay to avoid, walk away, and just realize that person brings negativity and judgment Mm -hmm. and just avoid it at all costs. But on the other side of that, go find your people. Find those people that fill you up, that make you feel good, that help you with that love, with that confidence and hopefully show that to them as well and and focus on those people focus on the positivity and the open-mindedness that you get from your people and just avoid the other people you know I said in the beginning it's okay to defend yourself there are times that there's it's very valid to defend yourself against criticism because it may mean a job or a profession and someone's attacking your character or someone's ruining your reputation. But 
there's a lot of times when it's not like that Mm -hmm. and just don't be around those people. I mean, even like we've been talking about social media, unfriend, that is easy. Yeah. If you, if you have so much fault with this person, then just don't, just don't have them on your feed. They're already probably not in your life. Let's face it. (laughs) You know, I mean, people have so many people on social media that they never sit down and have a cup of coffee with or a conversation with. And, just do that. I promise you the person you're judging will be better for it or the person that is judging you. Everybody will be better for that, that boundary to just say, nope. You're exactly right. I was in a, a Zoom call the other day with Kathy Hiller, whom I really look up to. She's a great, um, not only a spiritual person, but she's just really honest and real and just who she is. So I was in this Zoom meeting with these people because of a course that I'm taking And she said, this was actually, I think, the next day after my little post fiasco. She said, you know, she was actually talking about another, um, another, another lady who's also a pretty popular person in the, in the digital kind of world. And she said, this lady was getting attacked. Like these people were just attacking her because of her course and what she was doing. And Kathy Hiller said, like, I couldn't even believe it. She's like, I couldn't believe this is such a wonderful person putting so much good into the world. And she was just being attacked, attacked. Mm. She said, but you know what you do? She was telling this to somebody else. She said, block, delete, ignore. Mm. She said, shut them down, move on. She's like, don't give that one ounce of your energy. Move on to the move on to the people who need what you're doing and what you're giving and I loved that. I was like, that's such a great advice. It's so simple. And it's just basically what you just said. Like, sometimes it's not worth it. Most There's, of the time, if it's somebody that's just attacking you like that, it's not. Yeah, so just, like just social move media on. stuff. Yeah. And honestly, there's there's all kinds of little handy. There's a little handy dandy 30-day snooze that you can use. You can True. block. True. You can delete. When it's something like that that's, that's a social media thing, I mean... There's there's so many things that you can do to not have to interact or deal with with things like that. And, and in real life, like outside of that world. Like Absolutely. if it is, like you said, if it's somebody that you just, there's there's no point in it and you don't feel like all you feel is negativity and judgmentalness or judgment from a person like that. And you just know there's no no point. Just Just walk away. Keep your peace. Keep your peace intact. And... Love them from a distance. Yeah, and and love is um, love is honest, right? Mm-hmm. And honesty is to tell that person if it's not a social media situation. Honesty is to tell that person it's not acceptable. If someone is criticizing you or being ugly, I mean, honesty and real love is just saying this is not acceptable and setting that boundary. Because that is protecting who you are. It's good for that person for you to set that boundary and let them know. I've used that so much more as I've gotten older. Just to look, because I've accepted way too many things that were unacceptable. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just got tired of myself. Yeah. And I have used that so, it's such a powerful thing. When someone's disrespecting you, when someone's being ugly and hateful, just... If it is face-to-face, just to say, that is unacceptable. That hate is unacceptable. That disrespect is unacceptable. That 
you know, unfounded judgment is unacceptable. I do not accept that. And I use that so much just to say that is not acceptable. That's not acceptable to me. That is what you're doing is not acceptable. Well, and that's respecting yourself. You deserve respect. You de- you, you should have, you deserve self-respect above all. And you deserve the respect of others. And if other people are refusing to respect you, your boundaries and who you are, then bye. bye.